Peace and blessings, everybody. You're listening to The Good Brother Experience, where it is I, the good brother, the original black man. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, I am Rick. What's happening with you? What you doing? How you doing? How you been? You know, have you been chilling? I can hear it in your voice. I can hear it from here. You're not drinking no water, my nigga. I remind you constantly, what the fuck are you doing? What is the problem? Put the Henny down, man. It's not going to go nowhere. You can have Henny in your house for 50 years and it won't spoil. You know what else won't spoil after 50 years? Water. Preferably if you get uh, glass jars, glass cups, um, glass jugs. Try to keep the water in the glass because water doesn't expire. What is containing the water expires. You know what I mean? So, I understand you want to get your essential, you want to get your pollen spring, you want to get all the other shit, right? But it is imperative that if you're just going to have that shit just chilling around in the crib and you're going to drink the water whenever you drink it because you're just starting to get into the swing of things, try to get a glass container. I mean, go to, I don't fucking know, go to Whole Foods and get that dark brown glass bottle and try to keep your water in there going forward. You know what I mean? Whether it be Brita, if you want to take the Brita, put that shit in a Brita filter, Pour that shit into a glass bottle and keep that shit in the fridge or whatever. If you're just going to have water around, try to drink from glass as often as possible. Secondarily, um, I need you to rate the show. Review the show. Subscribe to the show. Nigga, the show needs your support. You understand me? Uh, last but not to be confused with the least, if you want to email me, email me goodbrotherexperience at yahoo.com so let's get this out the way the reason why there was no 41.3 is because there wasn't enough emails man i looked and i was like uh do i want to do a nine minute episode that shit is trash i already do these shits to be 20 to 30 minutes anyway but a nine minute episode is just a waste of time i mean i wouldn't do that to you so uh there's been more emails coming in since last wednesday so you will get a 42.3. Know what I mean? So my apologies for that. I didn't leave you niggas hanging. As far as what happened tonight, why this shit is coming out so late, your boy's been busy, man. I've been doing shit around the crib, things I've been putting off. And if it's something about me that I can share with you guys, I get anxiety when I see a mess. So I saw clothes all over the place and shoes out the shoebox that I've just been ripping and running. And I'm like, you know what, my nigga, what am I doing? I'm living in squalor. And the good brother will not live in squalor. That's not my fucking style. So I've been doing Zay lingerie. You understand me? Folding up some clothing tin. Putting the shoes back. Hitting the shoes with the little scrubber dub. If them shit's got scuffs on it. I was killing them this weekend with the outfits. Ooh wee. And I know what you're thinking. What were you doing? I was in closed confinements with a few friends of mine sporadically throughout the weekend. Know what I mean? So I was in a group of three here. A group of four here. And I really miss people, bro. Like, me and my man, we travel out to Brooklyn to hang out with a few people. And I literally went just because I missed being around people. You know what I mean? I just wanted to hang out with some fucking body. So, shout out to them that will remain nameless. Because I have learned not to put names in my podcast unless I saw a famous person. Them is the rules. Now, it was my other homies birthday this weekend shout out to him he just turned 
32 and that really made me happy you understand nah it's all good just come on in I mean y'all know what's going on at this point you know what I mean I don't live alone so that was me talking to my cousin mind your fucking business where was I yes uh, I went to a closed barbecue where there was about five or six people there and we was developing a business strategy because me and a few friends of mine were trying to create an investment group I mean it's in the early stages right now but we all looked around was like yo we have all this friendship we have all these resources we have all these connects we have all these ideas and dreams and drive and niggas ain't making no money that shit is piss poor so um things are in their earlier stages to where we're trying to develop a system of how much money we're going to put into the pot so we can uh, generate some seed money to whatever we're trying to do whether it be housing or hedge fund now i mean everything is in the early stages but if any of you guys are in this uh, situation to where you and a few friends of yours got together and did something to make yourself some money send some ideas my way because uh, we got a few ideas on the table we're probably going to diversify where the money goes so we can have uh some streams of income coming in so everything is dependent on one investment because if you're an investor and all your money's tied into one thing, you're a dummy. I think I learned that in a economy class. I think. But even if I didn't learn that in economy class, and even if I'm lying to you saying I learned it in an economics class, it just sounds like sound logic to me. You know what I mean? And uh, here's something else. Something else that uh, I find interesting. I find a few things interesting, actually. First of which... COVID, right? This shit was on my chest so hard and uh, so heavy, pause, that I even went to Facebook. And you know when you type things on Facebook, that's when you really mean it. You feel me? And I've been looking around the landscape. I kind of pay attention to the news. I'm on the Twitters, the IGs and such. And across the board, it's wash your hands, wear a face mask, stay six feet away right nobody's doing that but just at its core the cdc that's what they're telling you but there's no one telling you how to boost your immune system so you're less prone to catch it in the first place you know what i mean you need to build your antibodies so you can repel the nonsense that goes in your body day to day you know what i mean so even doing things like emergency and all that or getting the, uh, the the immune boosters that you can get from the supermarket, the pills, vitamin D, zinc, fucking um, uh, melatonin, apple cider vinegar. Like, I don't see anybody really stressing nutrients and vitamins and immunity boost. And, yeah, and immunity boosters. Is it immunity boosters? I feel like I'm not bugging out. Yeah, because it's your immune system. So, yeah, immunity boosters. No one is telling you, hey, try to stay as healthy as you can and drink as much water as you can. So if you are around the heebie-jeebies, you're less prone to that shit sinking in. Because once it sinks in, you're done. You know what I mean? But you think that if the cold is in a commonplace, say, for instance, somebody sneezes uh, on the train, sneezes in their hand, and then they grab the rail, Right? Some people are going to get the flu, some people are going to catch colds, and some people aren't because different things uh, are consumed by different people differently, right? 
But if you're not doing things like getting proper rest, drinking water, vitamins, fruits, fucking immunity boosters, if you're not doing any of that shit and you're just out here just raw dog style, just relying on your own sauce, you're more prone to catch it than someone who's, I mean, doing something. You feel me? You got to put some extra vibe in your, in your, in your, in your body. It's like getting oil changes. Anything that you own requires upkeep. Even if you have a T-liner, you got to get that cool care spray to spray it on the T-liner after you get done using it so you can maintain that sharpness and maintain the steel that's on the T-liner, right? If you get a car, you know what you got to do? You got to change the tires. You got to fucking change the brakes. You got to rotate the tires. You got to look at the oil. You got to get wheel alignments. Like there's certain things you got to do so things can run smooth. There's no car on the planet that is going to last if you drive 100,000 miles straight and don't do nothing to the car. Could you imagine that? Like, you never got the brakes done. You never checked the fluids. You never changed the oil filter. You never did none of that shit. You just drove and then just put gas in your car whenever your gas is on E and just did it. No oil changes, no nothing. That car is going to break down. Your body is the same way. I know this, and I'm just a nigga that lives in Long Island. Why isn't this being to the forefront? Like you would think like somebody that's in fitness would be like, hey, everybody, look over here. Yes, um, since you're home and you're not around anybody you don't trust, you know what you should do while you're in the house? You should eat an apple, my nigga. You know what? When you go in the supermarket and you're passing all these powders and shit like that that says immune boosters, you should buy that shit and infuse that in your smoothie. You know what you need to put in your smoothies? You need to put spinach in your smoothies because your body needs greens. Nobody's saying this. I legitimately don't get it, son. Is niggas trying to fucking be... Are we trying to survive or not, man? And why was everybody in Miami? Was, like, niggas was in Miami, like, niggas found Atlantis or something. I don't understand. What is going on, everyone? Why is everybody feeding to be in large groups of people? I see people in the pool with hundreds of niggas like it's 2019 those days is over my boy what are you doing son but you know what i can understand it and let me let me walk through something that nobody's saying out loud if you went to go protest right you were around hundreds maybe thousands of people at one time niggas wasn't social distancing during the protest the numbers have come back because we've been protesting for about two weeks now and it takes 14 days for this shit to settle in and for you to be tested for it. And corona cases are dropping. But large groups of people were just with one another all around the globe two weeks ago, even right now. So the niggas that's feeding a party, it's like, hey, I just came from the protest. I can damn sure be around some bitches. And I can't lie to you, like between me and you, since this is a, since this is a, uh, I would say that this is a, this is a safe space, right? Can I talk to you real quick? Can you really blame niggas for going to the club and going to pool parties and barbecues and having block parties when you just saw a whole bunch of people protesting and nothing changed? Like, I don't know anybody. And I mean anybody that got Corona this month. 
It was going haywire in March. It was going haywire in April. It was going haywire in May. It's June 22nd. So early June is when that murder happened to, uh, to, oh man, there's so many people that's been passing away. George Floyd, right? Niggas hit the streets. We not having it. Steven Jackson's been leading the charge. I've seen protests in London. I've seen protests in fucking China and Hong Kong. I see protests in Paris. I see protests in Puerto Rico, DR. I see protests all around the country. And all these niggas is right next to each other. You even see, you even saw the protests of the white people that wasn't down with not being able to get haircuts and shit like that, which is why things are not opening in phases in the first place, because, you know, white people get everything. So if you're sitting there and you're watching a large group of people fight for righteousness and you're saying to yourself, you know, I've been tucked in this crib and these niggas were just around thousands of people and everybody's still healthy. Why am I going all this time without bitches? I'm not going to say that's the responsible idea, but what I will tell you is I feel you because the horny don't stop because of quarantine. And we've also moved into this new phase, and I don't believe anybody's put words to it. We went from everybody beasting to not be around people to where it's been a little time now, and you're now you're hitting niggas up like, yo, who you be around? So it went from like everybody just flat out not being around nobody people being around people that they trust you know what i mean so when you're watching a small group of people around hookah whatever it's like yo what you been doing the past few months my nigga i've been in the crib have you been in the crib have you been in the crib who would be hanging with the only people i'm hanging with is people that's also in the crib so this is just a community of niggas that just play the crib with the crib people yeah yeah all of us just be in the crib i be in the crib too everybody's just playing the crib all right cool because here's another secret that i've been told niggas told me as far as like the sex department is concerned business is booming bitches is linking because they can't complain about niggas not taking them out to get food so all that anger of them saving all that niggas money like damn that niggas ain't i can't use niggas for free meals no more man i gotta put this frustration somewhere and they're putting that first pr- that frustration part of me towards consent. And I, for one, I love it here. Now, I'm not going to say I've been a beneficiary of said sex because business have, has not been booming for your boy. Or maybe it has, and I'm just telling you that. The world may never know. But what I will tell you is I'm starting to understand that the horny trumps all. Uh, it's Pistol Pete's birthday today, and... He was like a revolutionary in the way he played basketball. It looks like he was, he's like from the future. Like there was nobody playing basketball like that. Doing all kind of trick shots and trick passes and all kind of other shit. Averaging 40 in college. And you know how that nigga died? He had a heart attack playing half-court basketball with his friends. He loved basketball so much he died doing it. And if you're someone that puts a lot of emphasis on sex... What better way to catch COVID than coming out of some consensual kitten? I don't think I'm crazy. I understand the human psyche. I know what's happening. I know why these groups of people are hanging out with one another. 
If you can fight for black liberation, you can definitely have some fun and be around some hoes. I get it. Something else that I have been thinking about is, uh, I just saw this post and it's a bubbling conversation and that's how far you're willing to travel to procure some kitten, right? Or women traveling to procure some penis consensually, of course. And I see people saying that 45 minutes is a long time. And maybe this is the Long Island to me, but I can't remember the last time I traveled less than 45 minutes to get some vagina. Like for real, like shit is craziness. But that's a whole nother thing because there's actually no place to meet women in Long Island. And I'm not a dating app guy. I try to get all my women the hard way. You know what I'm saying? Instagram, see them in the street, run down on them in a social space. And I mean, smooth shit like that. So since there's like no legitimate way to meet women in Long Island, I meet women where I meet them, which is when I'm out and about in the boroughs. And unfortunate for me, the boroughs is 45 minutes away. So I got to go where the vagina goes. I don't know if I've ever told this story. And if I have told this story, just give me a second because I don't have a producer next to me to wave the finger at me that I did tell the story before. So you niggas are going to deal with it. And if you're a new listener, welcome to the Good Brother Experience. There was this club that Tahiri was co-owner of. I always forget the name, and it was in Harlem. And I know Tahiri was a co-owner of the club because my man that I was with saying, yo, we should hit this spot that Tahiri co-owns. So in my head, I want to say I was 24 at the time. I'm like, huh, Tahiri will bring the Spanish women. I think Tahiri's Spanish. I like to indulge in some Spanish poontang from here and there. You know what I mean? So I was like, you know, let me uh, let me see what's going on over there. I went to set spot, and there was a multitude of black women there. I'm like, oh, this shit is fucking lit. Yes, yes, I know. Spanish, Hispanic women are all black people that came from Africa, but they were just placed in different parts of the world. I understand that. Just give me a second. All right? Relax. I am enlightened. I'm just giving you the fucking story. I'm about to fucking go down my throat. I can fucking feel it now. Pause again. Anywho, I'm in this spot and I see a woman with video vixen level butt cheeks. This is to this day the largest butt cheeks that I've ever encountered as far as sex is concerned. And if it's not the top, it's definitely top three. So, not me, I go to this woman and my phone dies. And I'm like, oh my God, not now. But these butt cheeks are so crazy, I don't even care. So I went over there, spoke to her, spit my one-two. I want to say, I, I think I'm quite the conversationalist, man. And I was like, yo, not for nothing, this is my phone. Thing is, though, phone died. So I don't know how many men is hollering at you, but could you take my number and, and just give me a call tomorrow so I can save you? And she was like, sure. She was older. I want to say she was, if I was 24, I believe she told me she was 32 at the time. And I was like, all right, cool. Not I mean, just hit me up. Two days later, she, she texts me. She's like, hey, this is such just from the other day. I'm like, yes, you actually fucking hit me. That's what I'm talking about, right? So I'm speaking with her, whatever have you. Come to find out Shorty lives in Schenectady, right? And she was, Schenectady is about a two-hour drive. And she was like, yeah, I just wanted to get out the house. And, you know, I have two kids. I never really get to do anything. So me and my homegirls just spontaneously just 
drove to New York. Not me. Went to go to a club. In fact, now I'm thinking about it. It's two hours away from me. So maybe it's like an hour and a half away from the city. Either way, it's 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 fake deep. Know what I mean? So I'm like, all right, that's what's up. Whatever. So we're speaking. Whatever have you. And um, as the conversation is progressing, I'm like, yo, how can I use my intellect to procure the kitten? Because I can't take her on a date because I'm not going up to Schenectady to take her on a date then drive home. Now, I understand that that's the gentleman thing to do. But at 24 years old, I was not a gentleman. Anywho, talking to her, seeing what's goody, seeing what's happening. She's giving me rhythm. I'm like, oh boy. And push comes to shove. She was like, hey, I would like really like to like come spend some time with you. Like we talking on the phone all the time. Let me come up there and come hang. She was like, all right, well, you can come to my place. But, you know, just don't think anything's going to happen. I say, sure, no problem. And in my head, I'm like, this woman is older. There's no way she's asking me to go up to Schenectady to not give me no kitten. That is egregious. So much so I even took the bus and she had to pick me up from the bus station because I didn't have a car at the time. So it might have been 23. I was either 23 or 24. Whatever. I just remember I had a girlfriend at the time. Not my ex. The ex before her. I was cheating on her like crazy. So yeah, it is like the 2013-14 space. And I was cheating on that low down bitch. And I broke up with her because I found out she was cheating up on me. Now, cheating isn't the end all be all, but you got caught and I didn't, my nigga. Till the victor goes to spoils. Anywho, I go up. I'm on the bus. I'm texting people like, yo, listen, um, this is the address I'm going to. This is her name. This is her IG. So if you don't hear from me tomorrow, she set me up and I'm dead. And now that I'm saying this out loud, because of butt cheeks, I got on the bus and and I had worked the next day. I was working in Brooklyn at the time. So I took a bus to Schenectady to a woman I met one time in a dark club that I've never had no other type of experience with just to, pro, just to procure some kitten. I was like, you know what? It's all good. Fuck it. Maybe I can tell my kids this story. I get up there and... I have never seen abusive parenting like that in my life, which shows you how horny I was because I didn't even give a fuck about those kids. I want to say at this point in time, they, they were two like preteens. I want to say like the, her her son must have been like 13 and her daughter must have been, I'm just guessing, like nine, nine or ten. Um, There wasn't like a lot of things to do in, in regards to entertainment. And I know this because our 13 year old son was like, hey, mom, can I play on your phone? And she's barked on this nigga. You don't see. I got company. Come back to your room. Um, the daughter came in, asked her something. She's like, yo, you don't see. I got company. So I'm just sitting here just like, uh-huh. well, nigga, her butt is fat. Nigga. Fuck this shit. Get these kids the fuck out of here. It is what it is. And this is another level of abuse that I'll never forget. I got like this well-prepared. Um, like four course meal. There was steak and mashed potatoes and all kind of shit. Right? She had like some liquor there. We had some wine. The works. I had to go to the bathroom. To get to the bathroom, you had to walk to the kitchen. That's another thing. Uh, her son was like, "Hey, mom, is anything?" She was like, "Yeah, I made food for you. It's in the kitchen. Leave me alone." Just talking to this nigga like he was a piece of shit. And 
I remember this because when walking to the bathroom, I was like, I wonder what she made them to eat. Fam, it was like frozen fries and frozen chicken nuggets that weren't even made yet. She just put them shits in the pan and the kids had to put that shit in the oven. And I know that because I was about to take a chicken nugget real quick because I like chicken nuggets. I'm like, oh, this shit is still cold. God damn, this bitch is ferocious. That's when I first in, like encountered lingerie because... And I mean, she asked me to smoke. I don't I don't smoke, but I was like, man, fuck that shit. Anything this bitch asked me to do, I'm doing it. Took a little pull, whatever. And, and I mean, I'm playing it cool because I'm still in her home and I, I'm not the aggressive type. I'm not going to like push sex on you and make you feel uncomfortable. And um, I'm, I'm grabbing her cheeks. And I'm saying we're kissing at this point, whatever. I'm still trying to play it smooth. And she says, hold on, give me a second. I'm like, all right. She derobes. And I see like this bustier thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is this Moulin Rouge shit, man? What the fuck is this? That's what I'm saying in my head. But I'm like, oh, you look so good. And I mean, this is, wow, all that for me. That's what's up. She's smiling and giggling and shit like that. I'm giving her compliments that I don't really mean. I was like, man. But I will tell you, though, about those bustier fucking shits. Those one piece shits with the, with the shoelaces on the chest. Those make your butt cheeks look crazy. And I was like, whoa, she went to like lock the door. I was like, whoa, man, oh, man, was I fucking in them chicks, boy. So, yeah, anybody who says that they wouldn't travel 45 minutes for some vagina is definitely lying. I mean, so just to recap the episode, I just want to tell you this. Start taking care of your body, man. You can repel Corona. If you catch it, you're going to catch it. But you can lessen your chances of catching it by exercising, drinking water, get some melatonin. Get some apple cider vinegar, vinegar, sorry. Get some vitamin D. Um, get some vitamin C. Even sprinkle some macro root in there. I mean, not for horny purposes, but macro gives you energy. Makes you feel more alive. Zinc. You know what I mean? Put these things in your body so you can be corona free. For those of you guys that are braving the face of corona under the guise of being horny, I don't agree with you, but I do feel you. Peace and blessings. Pass the dressing. And I'll speak to you tomorrow.